Support for MPB comes from the Mississippi Museum of Art in Jackson. What Became of Dr. Smith by artist Noah Satterstrom is on view now through September 22, 2024. Learn more at msmuseumart.org. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. In the studio today, what a pleasure it is to welcome a great friend and of the arts and also of mine personally. Welcome Marcy Fisher Nessel to the studios. Hello, Marcy. Hello, Malcolm. Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. Thanks. And this room is no stranger to you. You have sat yeah. on many panels here at the Arts Commission. I, I love what you do here at the Arts Commission. You do great things for the arts community. Well, once upon a time, the Arts Commission does great things. Yes. Uh, and you've sat on. Governors Awards panels, you've sat on grant panels, right? All great things. All the above. All great things, yes. Yes. We're so glad to have you on uh, the Mississippi Arts Hour show today. Uh, Marcy uh, is the owner and the operator, the manager, the curator of Fisher Galleries, uh, which began in and about 2008. Uh, Originally, what was, give us the backstory on how you got into the gallery business. Well, let's see, it was um, a Tuesday afternoon, as a matter of fact. I'm sitting in my car and my phone rings and it's Lynn Greenroot and James Patterson. And I didn't, I knew Lynn fairly well um, and adored her and adored her work. James, I didn't know, but I was headed to pick my, my two boys. Um, up from school and James and Lynn said what are you doing Marcy and I said well heading to pick my kids up and he said "Um, we want you to come and work for us so I came I the next day I met with um, James and he had opened a little co-op gallery downtown as you know on Congress Street Mm And, and he called it Gallery 119. Do I have that right? It was 103 Gallery. Studio 103. 103, 103 Gallery, because I think the address. But it was, was not at 119. That, no, that, that was, was later. later. Okay. Later I don't, don't want to get 19. ahead of you, but I was just thinking about later. Later. where the first one was. When when he he moved the gallery from Congress Street, which is which is now Steve's Deli, oh, in yes. that space. Uh, I'm, it was I'm down the, I remember it yes. well. Yes. Went to many openings there. So, so that was later was one nineteen. Okay. So they called you and they said we want and you to come I work. Fell and you said, and hmm. I, I did, and I James was just he was marvelous. I learned so much from him. I grew very passionate about what I was doing, working with artists and collectors. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I grew to love it. And James, you know, as, as you know, Malcolm, James is, was a photographer, a very yes. talented photographer. And he didn't as much love working with other artists. <laughs> so, so, you know, I remember there was a painting in the back and we didn't, it was an artist from New Orleans. And I loved this one painting and it, it had been back there in the back for a client. And I said, how come we don't have more of this artist's work? And James said, I'm not working with them. If you want if you want to work with them, Marcy, you have at it. You call them and work with them. And I did. And I just, I just love, 
I love all the artists that I'm very, very honored and privileged to work with. They're extremely talented. And the gallery is like this great family. Um, so the evolution from 103, where you came to work for Lynn Greenroot and James Patterson, to becoming Fisher Galleries. That, 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 there was a 119 it, stop in there somewhere. There, there, there was. There, um, there were moves. There were breakups. There were, there were <laughs> different, different ventures at different right. times. But, but with, throughout the, the past 25 years, it's really what I've done and have really loved doing. So when did you become the owner operator? When did, when was it when did it become well, yours versus James, you working for James and Lynn Greenroot? Well, James moved the gallery after 119, he moved the gallery to Fondren to his studio. Yeah. And he focused more on his own photography. And there was this I actually I had gone up to Richard's studios, Richard Kelso's studio. Mm-hmm in I mean that magical studio that right. I just it's it's one of the most magical places to me and Richard said Marcy you got to help me I haven't sold a painting in and I had not I had left James I did something else for about two years okay and um and James was in the process of sort of getting out of the gallery but but doing his own photography and um and making that work and um, Richard said, you, you, I haven't sold a painting, Marcy, in years. And I looked into it, and um, there was a space available in Fondren and decided to go ahead and open a gallery and talk to James. And James was extremely supportive and helped, helped open, you know, helped me. And it was just... And that was like, across the street from James's studio. You were in was. the Fondren building at that time, kind of where Dumbo's is now. Exactly. Like more or less. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. For our out of Mississippi, and that out was of great. Jackson folks, Fondren is a neighborhood in Jackson, uh, which people like James Patterson and Marcy Nessel helped create into an artistic neighborhood. And uh, to this day, it is uh, filled with restaurants and coffee shops and art galleries uh not marcy's anymore but uh at the time well, you, you moved over there my guest today uh is marcy fisher nestle the owner operator of fisher galleries in jackson mississippi in the old dickey building uh in downtown jackson and we are talking about the history of the gallery and some of its backstory and then we will talk more later about uh what's going on at the gallery so we've gotten you to Fondren now, and uh, that was your first Fisher Gallery was yes. was in, in the Fondren yes. building. Okay, yes. and then from there you you somehow migrated uh, to the Dickey Building. Well, we we were in Fondren for five years, and there there was a business a, a large business coming to Jackson, and they wanted they wanted they that wanted space, space, so yeah. they did. Yes, so um, so I found. That I had gone, I had gone to look at a space in the in the lower level of the Dickies warehouse, and Sandy McNeil happened to be in the she she was living in the building at the time, right. and this space upstairs was just vacant, mm-hmm. and I thought, wow, this space is magical. It's got 
so much natural light. It's it's a very casual. It would be a wonderful space to view art. It's not you know where galleries can be intimidating right. if you for for some people. Um, it was just a very it was a very nice relaxing place full of natural light. Full of windows and full of windows. Super high ceilings. It heats up. <laughs> How high are those ceilings? Oh, they're high. Twenty. Oh, Plus yeah. feet, yeah. Yeah, it's warehouse. It is. It is. It's an old warehouse, and right. it's a wonderful space. So um, we have been in that in the old Dickies warehouse for approximately eight and a half, close to nine years. Wow. So, in total, the gallery has existed for fifteen years or so. Uh, we're yeah. we're coming up on fifteen years. Yeah, an anniversary. It's exciting. Yeah, that's. It's good. exciting. We have a. Wonderful arts community. So, so no gallery uh, can exist without the artists. So, let's spend a little time talking about your roster of artists. Oh, uh, you have at they least are impressive. At least twenty, maybe more oh, that the, you represent. The artists, let's talk a little bit about these I'm folks. I'm so privileged to work with the, the the incredible talent I get to work with. Um, well, to name a few, let's see: Richard Kelso, Charlie right. Buckley, who we will be showing. Um, in May. You'll um, have a, a Buckley we'll show. We'll have a solo mm-hmm. show for Charlie. Okay. Kathy Hegman, Rod Moorhead, Charles Carraway, Tony Saladino, Keith Francis. Now, Tony's from who, New Orleans. Yes, this Tony Saladino is. But not is, the artist in question earlier. Just this is another guy. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Tony is from New Orleans. Yes, yes, he is, yes, but Tony this is Saladino. not the guy in the Right, in no, the story. no, but. <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right. Um, Nicole Dykon, who is young and just fabulous. Dual Gertie Jensen mm-hmm. is uh, an outstanding paper painter. Um, Martha Ferris, three Ferrises. You Martha three Ferris, Ferris Shelby Ferris Fitzpatrick, and Bill Ferris. Bill wow. Ferris, as you know, is mm-hmm. a photographer. And um, they, all three, all three. Um, Shelby is a jewelry maker, and Martha is. Also a painter. A painter. and Vicksburg family, well represented on the Fisher Gallery roster there. And then I see William Goodman. William I've worked with since he was 18. I was going to say, you you probably helped develop William's career. William is fantastic. Yes. He's just great. He's not 18 anymore. No, he's uh, not 18. He's very successful. He's an adult (laughs) with a child. With with a beautiful child. And a beautiful child. And he's, he's really become quite successful. And, Mississippi. And Ashley Coleman uh, represented the MAC uh, at the South Arts uh, Visual Arts, the Southern Prize, it was called. Um, she and she is just a, got selected. You tell the story. Yes, the Mississippi Institute of Arts and Letters right. has named her their recipient of the Photography Award this year. Right. And I could not be happier for her. She's Jack Spencer. Very uh, deserving. Now, talk about James Patterson. Jack Spencer oh, as a photographer. Jack, he and James were often very the close. same person very very it came close. from the same place and it's, uh that's how i met jack was through jane it's it's quite a privilege to have worked with jack spencer for 25 years He's, jack's based out of nashville now right he is in nashville mm-hmm. but grew up in Kosciuszko, right, mississippi mm-hmm. and his you know although he has been photographing across the united states he's been taking these road trips and his i don't his photography is it's outstanding. just outstanding. And so and original. He's in some it's, a, it's a really unique style that he has. I don't know enough about it to talk about it. Very. But 
his the way he develops his negatives and the size and the perspective of his work is just really very impressive unique and oh very very impressive yes blair hobbs from oxford mississippi she's fantastic wacky zany she's, i love and, her stuff and her work is every bit of it. who she is correct and that's yes yes i was i was um got to visit with with Blair and John T just recently married to John T Edge correct lucky boy yes Stacy Johnson Hardy man. from the Gulf Coast yes yeah. yes she's um her work is quite unique as well ceramic she's a ceramicist and um works in clay and very very talented and she used to work at the Orr Museum she for did. a while ran the she gift did. shop and, yes. and helped with the classes yes. there but now she's full-time and artist right I mean just what she does she now. is she is a full-time artist she has been teaching the last several years in the school in um one of the schools the on Episcopal the coast, school, coast yes. Episcopal Correct. I think it is yeah yes. she's fantastic she is very she zany, is. very uh, unique very unique mm-hmm. Key Francis my gosh what a Key legend is, there he is a legend He's a bookmaker. He's a, a renowned printmaker. I think he is one of the most impressive printmakers living in the country. He is widely respected. And Nicole Daikon, who we have been very um, fortunate, to, who I've been very fortunate to work with, moved here approximately seven, eight years ago to, to work with Key in his studio. Ah, yes. And so yes. Key is just phenomenal Uh, and he produces he's a sculptor he's just multi multi multi-talented hilarious brilliant he's a writer he is he Uh, is he makes paper we he does all sorts of he does printing he's he's brilliant fascinating stuff and this thing that he does in Tupelo he grew up in Tupelo went away went down to Florida was a professor a university professor for many, many years. 35 years. Retired and turned right around and came right back to Tupelo and brought all of his printing press, his old antique vintage printing presses, and set up shop, I believe, on his family's land outside he of Tupelo. Has and done has that. been inviting young creatives to come and live on the farm and make art. Such an amazing influence. He's such an amazing man and such what he has done for artists in and around Mississippi is just fantastic. He's, he's a true educator, but he's yeah, a great guy. He's an amazing cat. <laughs> Hi, I'm Malcolm White. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Arts Hour podcast. You can also hear the show on MPB Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. For access to more conversations with creative Mississippians, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcast app. Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, professor of internal medicine and pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back to the Arts Hour. Malcolm White here today. 
helping out the Arts Commission, my old stomping grounds. We are actually recording these shows these days in the conference room at the Arts Commission, 11th floor of the Wolf Oak State Office Building. We hope soon to return to the MPB studios, not because we don't want to record this, the sessions here, but because of the great gear that they have uh, over at MPB. They are renovating their radio studios, so we uh, we hope to be back over there soon. Uh, right before the break and the music from Andrew Bryant, uh, Marcy and I were talking about the roster of artists, incredible roster of artists that uh, she represents uh, at Fisher Galleries. We mentioned, among others, Jack Spencer and Key Francis and Martha Ferris. And we were also talking uh, over the break uh, about Rod Moorhead, who is based in Oxford, and I believe correct me if I'm wrong, didn't, wasn't Rod's ex-wife, didn't she own a gallery once upon well, a time? Well, Rod in and his ex-wife, Millie, Moore, Millie opened Southside Gallery. They were Oxford, the original very owners of Southside Gallery. They divorced, mm -hmm. and Rod is now married to the fabulous Yonok. Yo, she goes by Yo-Yo, uh -huh. and she's a painter. And, um, and she, we also have some of Yo's fabulous oh, yeah, pieces okay. in yes in the gallery, um, and the South Side carries on, but with different ownership now. I'm sure you're yes, you, you know all these people. Yes. there can't Will. be a gallery owner Will in Mississippi is, that you don't know and know. Will is Will does a wonderful job at South Side Gallery. Yeah. He has been running the gallery for for many years. But Malcolm, you had asked about some gallery mishaps. Yes. So several years ago, this, I guess this is about 10, 10, 11 years ago, we were in Fondren and we were showing Rod Moorhead's work. And Rod, for those of you who do not know Rod's work, he is a sculptor. And what we show, are, they're not bronze, this is work in, in clay. Right. So they are, Rod's pieces are highly breakable yes <laughs> so we are showing rod's pieces and rod rod creates these gorgeous winged pieces of sculpture and he's highly collected mm. and um these rod will he's known for his furies and then he he will make these make smaller pieces um called lilliputians and um we were showing some of the larger ceramic pieces that can be mounted on the wall and rod just brilliant he's also an engineer because how you make these they have to fit they have to hang he he creates the hanging devices so we so we had hung these wall mounted pieces on a on a column in the gallery and a dear old friend that i grew up with comes to the show and he said marcy i'm so this is my first show of yours to attend and he is being really cute and ducks <laughs> under Rod's pieces that, and I'm telling you, when you hang these pieces, you are just praying that they stay on the wall, they're, okay? They're because very fragile, but, and large. They are large <laughs> and fragile, right. extremely fragile. So he's ducking under one of Rod's pieces and he comes up a little premature. And his head hits the bottom of one piece, and it shot. It comes up and hits the piece over it, mm. and these two pieces crash into uh, a million pieces. And it is loud, 
and the gallery is there are a hundred people in the gallery Ooh. and the gallery is silent uh, and I'm sure there are tears streaming <laughs> down my face at this point and I look over at Rod and Rod has his hands up I work in a breakable medium <laughs> and he great just <laughs> he just said well my medium is quite breakable and that yeah. is so that was was that, that was a special old, moment uh was that in Fondren? that was in Fondren. i, re I yes. remember that evening were actually. you there i don't remember being in the room but i remember the episode of the broken rod moorheads oh. And, uh, oh but that little space would get so crowded it would get crowded uh, because but it everybody was loved always coming a fun to the openings and they still yeah. do yeah I mean, yeah your we, openings are Quite the social scene uh, well, for this part of the world. Our openings are due to the amazing artists. You're right. So every day you go to work and you walk into this room, this gallery. How lucky am I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truly, I turn on the lights every morning and I You say I hello, am, good morning. Uh, oh, and here Rod are Moorhead. these fabulous good, good paintings throughout the gallery. And I'm as obsessed with the work as, as our as our collectors are. I mean, I, I love what I get to do, and um, it's very exciting and very fulfilling. And your job as the owner of a gallery and, and the curator uh, is also a business gig, and you have to work between collectors, I would assume some are corporate, some are private, uh, True. and these artists who who have great value for this work that they've created and it's very personal and and you have to be uh, the arbitrator between uh does this piece work uh this price you know can we figure out some i mean that must be a tough artist hat business hat it's artist my, hat business hat it's actually that's malcolm it's my favorite part it's it's my my favorite role that i get to i get to be this sort of liaison between the artist and the collector. And I know a lot of our collectors quite well. I know who they love mm -hmm. when a piece comes in that I think they will, especially, you know, that they would love to own. I will contact them. Um, I, love, I love introducing the collector to the artist if they don't already know the artist that's very important because there are some the collector has will be able to take away an experience visiting with that artist like during covid we've been previewing richard kelso's december show mm -hmm. in his garage yeah, in his right. carport taking people to and his that, home and and our clients our collectors have said marcy thank you and i said i know you know don't don't dress up come in your sweats it's going to be cold it will be october november and we'll preview richard's work they will be unframed it's going to be very raw but you'll have the experience with the artist it's been a really great experience for all of us and and that having that having that association with who they're collecting is exciting. My guest today is Marcy Fisher-Nessel of Fisher Galleries in Jackson, Mississippi in the old Dickies building in downtown Jackson. Uh, she is here representing some 20 plus artists uh, from all across not only Mississippi but I would I would say the the South, the American South. I mean, may have, Do you have artists outside the South? We do. I, I have one artist 
that who is new from from Vermont. Okay. And um, he's quite impressive. And he lives where in Vermont? He's in Vermont. Okay. Charlie Blewett. Charlie Blewett. And the artists are coming in and just absolutely loving his work. And hmm. um, he's a he's a beautiful painter. And then Tony Saladino grew up in New Orleans. He's living in Dallas. But there are, we've, we've worked with, um, I've had the privilege of working with artists in Atlanta. Most everyone has a connection with Mississippi or mm-hmm. New Orleans. Right, right, right. And I tried to, uh, I try to keep it. To nurture that. that. Yes. yes. So we were talking uh, just a minute ago about your role, um, sort of liaison between the creative artist and the purchaser, the client, and how you really have to work with both and treat both, you know, I'm sure separately, but, uh, you know, treat them both as professionals and try to make the best uh, possible marriages that you can. But I was curious about your role uh, in nurturing young uh, new collectors and, 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 and how young people begin to get into collecting and buying art. I mean, for a lot of people, that's probably a big leap. It is a big leap. And I'll tell you, one of the things that I'm absolutely loving right now is our children are collect are, right. are those young collectors. And my two boys, are they are buying work. Oh. And I love... I love the fact I had another client come in, as a matter of fact, this morning, and his and he's a huge collector, and his children are collecting. And to see, to see this um, happening with that generation is very mm. exciting, and they are, they are loving it. I my my two boys were recently home, and I um, and unbeknownst to me. They, I had years ago. I collected Baxter Knowlton's work. Yeah, I have quite a quite a few Baxter Knowlton paintings, and um, and Alexander commented on one of one of Baxter's paintings in my bedroom, and he said, "Gosh, I always love that painting." And Spencer said, "Well, I always love that painting." Uh oh, (laughs) and I actually had bought two similar paintings, both of (laughs) them. It's like perfect. Both boys get a Baxter Dalton painting, but but a lot of my clients are purchasing work for their children mm-hmm. as yeah, well. It's a great and but but for the young collector, it is very exciting, and they are very excited about collecting. And every year, I receive a call from young collectors living outside of Mississippi. Who want one of Richard's Richard Kelso's landscapes? Oh, for their I collection. want. Uh-huh. I have. I want something. I grew up in Mississippi. My parents, my grandparents, had Richard Kelso's work in their home. Mm-hmm. I want something that represents Mississippi. And I will say at this juncture that Richard Kelso was a recipient of the Governor's Arts Award. A program that is sponsored by and and operated by the Mississippi Arts Commission. And so was James Patterson, uh, someone we mentioned earlier, the late, great James Patterson, a photographer based out of Jackson uh, that you worked with early, early on. And we all did. He was uh, a great patron of the arts uh, as well as a fantastic artist. And uh, he is missed every day. And if I'm not mistaken... I think I saw something recently where he's about to have a retrospective at the Mississippi Museum of Art. Have, have you seen anything that about that? That would be fantastic. Yeah. I wasn't sure about that, but we'll check on I'm, it. 
Now, you were talking about your children as young collectors. I was just curious. You mentioned the Baxter Knowlton piece. Are there other similarities of what your kids collect, or is that just one of those unique moments where they both like the same sort of painting they grew up with? But are there other tastes in collecting art similar? Well, um, they are also collecting Nicole Dicon's work, Mm -hmm. and she is a beautiful young printmaker who is who's was one of Key Francis's students who's been living here in in Tupelo. Mm -hmm. She is. She's in Tupelo, and then they love they love sculpture. They everyone wants Rod Moorhead's work, Uh and um, their Blair has been huge. They love Blair's work. That's and Blair Hobbs from Oxford. Yes. They seem yes, to have a sort yes. of propensity for Oxford artists. And, you know, just. Yeah. So Kathy yeah, Hegman, they, let's talk a little bit about Kathy's oh work. Gosh, Her stuff Kathy is so Hegman remarkable is, is and unique. Uh, she's based in the Mississippi Delta, right? She is. And, you know, Malcolm, she is collected across the country. And most people don't know that she's a Mississippian. She mm. grew up in Mississippi. She grew up in Satarsha. And she lives in Holly Bluff, just outside of Yazoo City. Mm -hmm. She's a Delta girl. I will have, we will have clients stand in front of Kathy's work and say, I don't know what it is, but she (laughs) is pulling me in. And she grabs you and her work just pulls you in. And it's fabulous. Very mythical. Uh, Very much so. Uh, there seems to be lots of stories inside the paintings. I, I don't know them, but well, from looking at them, they all look like they're telling multiple and stories. And Kathy, Kathy will want you as the viewer to create your own story. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. wants you to see what you want to feel within, for uh-huh. her, within her work. I mean, that's, that's important to her. Uh-huh. A lot of boats in her, the pieces that I particularly uh, like. The long boats, yes. I love those long yes, boats. Yes, that series, yes. Hi, I'm Malcolm White. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Arts Hour podcast. You can also hear the show on MPB Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. For access to more conversations with creative Mississippians, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcast app. Hi, I'm Ryder Taff, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advisory and co-host of Money Talks. Each week, we take your personal finance questions and tell you about a money topic we hope you find helpful. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back to the final segment of today's Mississippi Arts Hour. I'm Malcolm White. I'm privileged to be here to represent the Arts Commission today. And in the studio with me uh, is Larry Morrissey, our famed deputy director and producer of this show for how many years now? 2015 at least this has been going on. Marcy Fisher-Nessel. Thank you, Marcy, for joining us today. Welcome back to the Mississippi Arts Hour. Thanks, Malcolm. This has been great. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about some upcoming shows. Uh, and I know you've got several things in May and June and August. Let's, let's oh, talk about what Oh, we have some very got. exciting shows coming up. Um, Charlie Buckley. Charlie will be showing his outstanding 
landscapes. Um, May 12th. May 12th. Um, that is a show not to be missed. Um, Charlie's work is, is he, he captures the Mississippi landscape beautifully. I mean, just, he's so good. Um, and he's highly collectible. He, he's highly collected throughout Mississippi. So if you want a painting, you better call me. <laughs> so, so Marcy, uh, May 12th is the, uh, the public opening right that's, yes that's when that's yes. called the reception However, the opening whatever word you want to, and that's when the galleries open and, and everybody is invited to come correct but yes. the show hangs generally for how long? it will hang hopefully if i can get all the work in it will hang from may 1st through mm-hmm. through the end of may through june 1st it will hang for for approximately a month and, and so, yes, people are invited to these public openings, these receptions, to meet the artists. But if, if they just want to come and, and look privately, how do, how oh, do they? Oh, we, the gallery is open Monday through Friday and weekends by appointment. Um, and I meet clients all the time over on Saturdays, Sundays, early late whatever works for Mm -hmm. for our collectors and clients um but we're downtown in the dickies warehouse um on the the fourth floor uh, it was a dickies manufacturing they manufactured dickies jeans Jeans, yes Mm -hmm. yes and what i learned um recently was that we were on the sewing floor and why it's so so light with all the windows so they could see what they were doing Exactly. Now it's it's about seeing the art more clearly. Yes. So So in order to reach you, uh, if you want to come to the student studio. Call the gallery. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. And and we'd love to see you. And meeting Charlie. Charlie is a wonderful, wonderful guy. Great guy. And um, and it's always nice to to have that opportunity to talk to the artist about their work. Um, and then in June we will be showing the Mississippi Institute of Arts and Letters recipient um, recipients for photography, who is Ashley Coleman this year, who mm-hmm. is fantastic. She documents her life as a young mother of three very busy children in Ackerman, Mississippi. And Jen Torres, who is the visual arts winner this year, is a sculptor in Hattiesburg at USM. And oh, okay. she's her work is very interesting. And Bill Dunlap is receiving a lifetime award. So he'll have art hanging He will show. have. So we will have Bill Dunlap's work. Yes, yes. And with some past recipients as well. Gotcha. So that will be exciting as well. And then we'll be showing Dual Gertie Jensen. And um, and Stacy Underwood is scheduled to show. And then we will be showing Key Francis this year during the Mississippi Book Festival, which is one of my favorite yeah. events. It's, it's, and it's, it's, Ellen... Ellen is doing, Rogers Daniels is doing the most incredible job. Used to work for you, as I recall, oh, at she the is, She's so. And a fantastic photographer in her own. She is a fantastic photographer. She is talented, amazing, and she is spearheading this book festival and doing one hell of a job. You she's a cute a kid, job. also. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go ahead and be that, gooey. Oh, gooey God, here little on the radio. BB. Oh. <laughs>
Yes. Yes. So that's your that'll be the big book festival show. So uh, you will feature Key Francis, um, Key Francis books, woodcuts, prints, paintings, yeah, right, Those sculpture. All of what we will does. have the the multi talented, multifaceted Key Francis, and that'll be mid August. Yes, I August twentieth. The, the book festival's on August twentieth. Correct. So the opening would also be on the same day later after we the event, will probably or, or schedule the then. opening um maybe the week before the book festival mm-hmm. sometime in conjunction with the book festival now, have you been doing this since the book festival started have you been doing a show around we it? have and we and we have previously been showing we've had a few group shows but we have been showing noah satterstrom's work who in noah grew up in Natchez, Mississippi, and he is another artist in our in our wonderful roster of artists that we that we have um, that I feel so honored to represent. And Noah lives in Nashville with his with his wife and young kids and he is another sensational artist and he has been he's a fabulous portrait painter and he has he has painted. Yeah, he did all of those uh, Mississippi wealthy. writers. He, he did a whole did. series. He of, did. Of those, so we right? have that has been um, past book festival shows. Mm-hmm. Have featuring you always Noah had a show uh, in conjunction with the book festival, or we just ha- in the last few years? We ha- well, I think the book festival is on their eighth year, yeah, that so it's. About right. I think after maybe the the second, we gotcha. started the second year, I believe. You're listening to the Mississippi Arts Hour. I'm Malcolm White. I'm your host today and in the studio with Marcy Fisher-Nessel of Fisher Galleries uh, here in downtown Jackson uh, talking about some upcoming shows. We spoke about the Charlie Garraway show on May 12th, uh, the show in conjunction with the Mississippi Institute of Arts and Letters coming up June 10th featuring the visual, many of the visual artists, recipients from uh, those awards and then we also talked about a key francis show that marcy is hosting uh, on in and around august 20th uh, celebrating uh, the mississippi book festival so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, getting in touch with you how people can connect to these artists that you represent uh, kind of what is the first step for for a sort of a novice collector who would like to look at some 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 art and and sort of think about what they would love to begin to collect or to have in their home or their office or their business. Well, I would say if you're beginning to collect, um, go to visit galleries, visit museums, and buy what you love. Um, come by the gallery is always open for visitors. We don't expect you to to come in and purchase work. I right. mean, I, I, I love for people to just drop in, see what, what the artists are producing, s- s- develop their taste and, and know what they love. What art makes you happy. Right. I mean, it feeds your soul. That's, you know, I get to sell this beautiful product that, make, that makes people happy and, and, and fills your home it's such an extension of who you are as an individual your your art collection is so i would suggest buying what you love um call the gallery come by anytime um you can text us to the gallery phone number um follow us on instagram most all of the artists 
um, you you may find an interest in they are you typically on Facebook or Instagram um, some are not but um, but um, no <laughs> Just guessing. <laughs> He's not, but but, okay. but you can come in and look at Richard's work any any day. And, and one thing and you mentioned that I think is really interesting, and that is that you encourage people to come to the gallery with no expectation that they're going to buy anything, but just come and see what you like. Oh, come please. and experience yes. it. And, you know, if, if you're thinking about finances, you get a chance when you go into an art gallery to see what the prices are because you have no idea, if you're not a collector, what True. a Richard Kelso or a Jack Spencer or a Martha Ferris or, a, you know, Keith Francis or, or, or Stacey Johnson Hardy. You don't know until you come in contact and, with it and see. And pricing varies, but, um, but you know, I will tell you, um, once you start, and I don't have to tell you, Malcolm, but once you start collecting, I mean, it's become obsessed well with it's part of your life it, it is it then becomes part of your life it is so you talked a little bit uh, here in the last few minutes um, that we have you talked a little bit about the joy of placing art with your client talk about the joy of helping the artist get sold and get placed and what it must be like to call an artist and say I just sold you know six pieces or a piece of your art it's got to be it's like a wonderful experience very exciting it's very exciting it's exciting for artists to have sold out shows it's the the entire art business is is very exciting and honestly i i will say last week i had some of the most exciting um experiences with collectors quite frankly um who were purchasing purchasing work for their spouses and for their loved ones and it's it's buying something that for this person you love and it's sort of this act of love mm -hmm. of giving and that's very rewarding to see your you know to to place this one of a kind piece by Richard Kelso or Rod Moorhead or or whoever the artist may be um, with a collector and right. they're giving it to their their spouse I, this one particular client said i've been following charlie buckley for for years and we don't own one and he said marcy what's your favorite painting and i said <laughs> oh gosh that one and he said marcy that's the painting i'd like to buy well, there you go <laughs> working the magic don't 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 ask me <laughs> <laughs> marcy fisher nessler Thank you so much. Nestle. I said Nesser. It's Nestle. Thank you so much for joining us today and continued great luck at uh, Fisher Gallery. Thank you, Malcolm. Uh, Thanks so much. And, and all the other work you do. You're such a supporter of the arts uh, all across the board and an enthusiastic supporter. Thanks for listening to this MPB Think Radio podcast. MPB depends on support from listeners, so if you can, please contribute today at mpbonline.org. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app.